Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is 7th of the Game, Charlotte Hornets Fancast. We host Clint Mitchell and Scott Burgess. Scott, the 49ers are currently tied with the Cowboys in the playoffs. I'm taking a look at this right now, and I'm thinking maybe the Panthers could be in this position. I think there's a good chance we would have had a home game against the Cowboys. Mm. That would probably have been a win. We could put up nine points in a, in a half. We're <laughs> yeah, not, we, we're not the best pretty, offense, yeah. but I'm pretty sure we can. Uh, one, we have a better kicker by landslide, so <laughs> we could definitely put up nine points on any given Sunday. So, for sure, uh, ever since we got rid of Sly, we've had we, two we, decent kickers. Yeah, so, uh, and I'm a Eddie Pinheiro fan, but this is a Hornet show, so mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and start talking about that. <laughs> uh, they had three games this week. Two uh, two wins and two wins and a loss. Yeah, uh, you. Uh, yeah, I, I hit on the head. I, I'm proving y'all like I I know ball. I know ball. <laughs> we'll start with the MLK game. The Celtics. Um, that early game took me off guard. I was on. The I think everybody did, and um, there there was rumors swirling around um, as the Celtics were like touching down in Charlotte even before their first game that Tatum was going to try to notch fifty points. Uh, so why well, fifty points while I was watching it? It's just. Yeah, and I didn't notice it until the game was over. Until I looked at the box score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree, but um, um, just watching the game and then just watching the team, it seemed like the team was just letting Tatum have at it. I think after that first game, the Celtics had a feel for for the Hornets, and we're like, okay, like maybe we can make something happen. Uh, pull some maneuvers out. Score was one thirty to one eighteen. The Hornets did not play that score. They were a lot worse than that. Fifty one pointer from Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Or it's not too much to be happy about it. Besides Jalen McDaniels with 26 points. Yeah, um, and then uh, Plumlee having a game himself at 19 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, just pushing the envelope. Um, I think I think he's hearing the outside noise of, you know, Biggs having great games against Charlotte. So I think he's hearing the outside noise of, I can get out of here. That too. <laughs> that too. So he's probably doing all he can to look like a great trade asset as well as just being the best basketball player he can to really help propel this team. McDaniels uh, did a really solid job, too, leading the team in both energy and points. Uh, with 26 points, uh, this team, one thing is lacking is uh, some energy. With Kelly out, he brought some of that with him. But uh, when McDaniels is on the court, obviously, you know, not having a whole bunch of NBA experience, he's just out there and he's as happy as a clam, just making sure. Two, three weeks, something he's a keeper. Yeah. I don't think he gets traded. I think he gets resigned. Oh, without a doubt. And without a doubt. DJ's the guy that, that gets let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to move on to the Rockets game? 
122-117, the Hornets defeat the Rockets. Should have dominated. This Rockets team is atrocious. This a lot, Rockets, a lot yeah. worse than I thought they were. <laughs> Only people worth a darn is Alfred Sangoon. I think he's going to be talented. There's a 41-pointer for Jalen Green. I think he's fine. Yeah, he's a hooper. Eric Gordon, he uh, he is praying to get his <laughs> to get out of here. Somebody needs to watch him. He needs to. We need to give him a wellness <laughs> check at all times. He looks miserable. Uh, it's so funny. Did you see the clip when uh they were like. Um, so you just won this game against, I forgot who they played. What improvements have you seen? It's like, there is no improvement. He, he literally, quick, there yeah, is no improvement. He looks exactly. so fed up with that team, but like there are a whole bunch of young guys who are young guys, you know, like you're 20 years old, 20, 19 years old with NBA money. So of course you're going to have fun and there's no expectations on you to win. So I'm just glad the Hornets aren't in that predicament. What was more telling is the John Wall interview that came out. That too. Where he said, Hey, I was on this rock team for about two years. Uh, I, I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. They told me, hey, you're going to sit out. You're not going to start this second year. Yeah, we want you're, you. You're a good leader. Mm-hmm. But he said that all the young players got used to losing. And this team stinks. This team is <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's. And they, they just look like they're having fun, man. They look like, oh my gosh, like I get to play NBA basketball, have fun, shoot threes, live the lifestyle. And that's it. Because who's going to tell me no? Like, who's going to tell me, hey, like, we need to hit 30 more games this year? Like, no, man. Like, they're they're just hooping. I feel like at at this point, you know, thank goodness the Hornets aren't aren't at this point. Eventually, it's going to be time for them to, like, come to realization. But when that point comes, it's going to be a rude awakening. I think it's incredible that the Rockets are two games behind the Hornets. Mm. Because I think the Rockets are definitely the worst put-together roster in in the league. Mm. Like there's nobody besides maybe Jalen and Sengun that have a future in this league. <laughs> maybe Kenny Martin so? Jr. I, mean, I think Kenny Martin Jr. He's definitely gonna. Um, he's. Go- I think he's gonna pull some levers. I-, I think he'll be all right. This is like an awful. Ro- Tari Easton's one of the worst players I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> I-, I couldn't believe how bad this team was, mm. and the Hornets didn't blow them out. The Hornets just an awful job. But even my- with the win, I thought it was. A bad game. Here's here's my concern. Like when I was watching this game, I, I did have a like strong concern. When you look at our starters minutes compared to their starters minutes, like it, it's very just like spread out. Like this game, as you said, should have been at least a 15, 20 point win, man. Yeah, for sure. I I just Allison Melo goes down this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that more later on. Um Biggest bright spot from us was Mark Williams. He really had a coming out party. That boy is Block party as well. Yeah. Uh, 17 points, six rebounds in 19 minutes. I, I'm, I know a lot of people are like, oh, we need to let the vets play. But Mason is not going to be here. And yeah. Ma- yeah. Weeks. Either two weeks or next year. And I, I feel, I don't want to say they're going to shut him down, but uh, towards the end of the season, we'll, we'll definitely see. I hope we see more minutes from Williams. I know a lot of people are concerned that we're going to be the next Rockets, but we're just playing young guys and mm-hmm. shoveling veterans out the door. But we got to get some value for these for these guys. Yeah, would would you take? Are you looking to take picks more or players? Definitely picks. If we get somebody mm-hmm. cool, welcome aboard. Yeah, but I I think it, we're really missing an Isaiah Thomas like hours. Mm-hmm. That that held everything together last year. I, I, I agree with you on picks because we're not in the position right now to make any noise within the East, like in, in any standings at the moment. And um, just 
if you look at the competition, like you got the Heat who they're better than their record shows. They're just a tough team. You got the Nets who are just crazy with a nasty one-two punch. You got the Sixers who have Tyrese Maxey who's up and coming. You have Harden who everybody thought, you know, he was out of the league at one point, but he's just a hooper. Embiid. Then you have the Bucks. You have the Knicks who are seeming to kind of put it together. You got the Magic who are a young team who are really starting to thrive. Like at, at this point, I'm not saying let's cut our losses and let's just completely restart, but those teams are so much further ahead of us that it, it's laughable to play catch up at this point. We might as well just focus on us. Right. I think this is, I, I don't think we're so in the dirt like the Spurs or yeah, the yeah, Rockets. Yeah. Where we have to dig ourselves out. Yeah. But uh, speaking of teams that are digging themselves in the hole, the next game on Saturday. We beat the Atlanta Hawks. Big comeback, 122 to 118. Mm-hmm. I think the Hawks are going downhill quick. Uh, I've said a million times before, Trey Young is not somebody you build around. <laughs> I'm so happy they didn't get Luka and they got stuck with Trey Young. I feel That's like, funny. yeah, it, when people talk about the best trades, swaps, anything, I feel like not only for the culture that was like a great trade in the swap, but for the league, it, it just makes a lot of sense. I'm, and it looks like they may be selling at the deadline, too, mm-hmm. with uh, John Collins probably going somewhere else. He's been in trade deadline since he's entered the league. So, <laughs> that, them, Do you think that's or he's somebody we'll keep an eye out on? or Not really. Uh, I'm not sure. If he's not working for the Hawks, I don't think he's going to do well here. Same. But uh, this game is definitely a trade-me game for everyone that had a good performance. Mm-hmm. PJ, 23 points. Mason Plumlee, 25 points, 11 rebounds. Terry Rozier, 34 points in 39 minutes. Yep. Uh, only guy that kind of laid a stinker was Gordon Hayward with 25 points in nine minutes. I'm sorry, 25 minutes, nine points. Yeah, and he's still he just came hurt, back again. Man. Like, he's still hurt. And uh, I like Dennis Smith Jr. with eight points and seven assists. He's, I was going to, yeah, I was just guy. about to bring him up. Uh, JT Thor had a stinker. He had, like, three turnovers in a row. Uh, some bad, some bad. Yeah, and his his effort was there. It, it looked like maybe he was just thinking too much with the ball. Um, that's Bryce McGowan, yeah. 26 minutes. Uh, what sticks out to me, Bryce McGowan is getting a lot more minutes than James Whitnight. Mm-hmm. James Whitnight was called back up from, from Greensboro. Mm-hmm. I think hopefully they can get some value out of him, like I said last week. Yeah, I honestly, as we agreed and talked about last week, um, just needs to stay there, man. Just let the man marinate in the G League and let him get some – get some strength under his legs to really start coming back up here and drop in 10-point games at least. You know, these single-digit tour date numbers aren't really doing him much justice. In the G League, he needs to be dropping 30, 40. I mean, he was at one point. He was, but... Like I said last, the other week, he's scoring 19, 15, 14, mm-hmm. 10. Worthless numbers. Worthless. I, I think he'll... I, I hope he bounces back, but... I, I I hope so too, but it's yeah, really it's good. not looking so well right now. Uh, but our next piece of news uh, in that Rockets game, Lamelo went down with the ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, these ankle injuries are piling up for him. It's a, a freak accident. I'm not saying he's injury prone. Yeah, like some people are, but uh, yeah, this stinks. Yeah, g- going back and uh, seeing what he said during the interview, he said like, uh, this one doesn't feel like the others earlier uh, earlier upon this season and. He feels fine, uh, th- but he was questionable. He's, he's uh, questionable for Utah. On yeah, twenty third. I don't believe it. Um, I think he'll he'll probably be out. I think this is another Hornets don't know what they're doing with the injuries, and uh, 
Mm-hmm. There needs to be something done about the the training staff because this is getting crazier. Yeah. Do you think they should sit them for the uh, rest of the year? Not for the rest of the year. I, I give it. I saw that conversation come out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. That's ridiculous. I, I say let's get to All Star. Like yeah, let's get to All Star weekend. Let's see how we're doing. Let's see how we're gelling. But you know, maybe put him in some uh, recovery therapy for. For like just these injuries, because it seems like you know, like he's just resting and put it back, and then maybe some injury prevention. Uh, go through that a little bit. I say maybe two weeks of those two, just because like we're not making any numbers. And then if we make trades, uh, not necessarily rushing him back, but get him more affiliated with those players who we've traded with, just to build some chemistry, get him back up there. But it's a mess. Uh, it, it's just a mess, and it's very unfortunate. Yeah, I agree. I, I hate to see that happen. Also, uh looks like Martin is questionable again. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, doubtful. Doubtful. Uber is still out. Uh, I think Uber probably returns maybe before All Star. Yeah. Uh yeah, this this stinks. Uh, I hate to see it. It's it, a guy yeah. we need on the court. Just to just to develop for the rest of the year and get familiar mm-hmm. with anybody that may be here next year. And it, it just feels like I don't want to say a waste of time, but it just feels like a very, very trying year. I agree with you. Uh, we'll go ahead and take a break. We'll discuss more in a moment right after this break. You're listening to Seven Figures Game, Turtle Horns Fancast on ESPNCLT.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Welcome back to 7 Through the Game, Charlotte Warriors Fancast. Talk currently a little bit more about trades and mm-hmm. a couple of trades that are going on across the league and what they may be fetching. Uh, the one that stuck out to me, we talked about uh, how sad Eric Gordon's been looking with the Rockets. <laughs> uh, it's reported that Milwaukee is willing to offer four second-round picks to get him. If that's the starting price... And if he's worth four second-round picks, we can definitely get a first for Kelly. Have to. Have to. Like, the, the trade market right now is just in shambles after the um after what Utah pulled this offseason. So it's very interesting to see, like, who is being asked for what. Um, like, uh, Jacko Palate from, uh, from the Spurs. I, I think people are asking for two first-rounders for him. Oh no, man! I, I think it's Jaco Pertle. Jaco Pertle, bro. <laughs> Jaco Palarte. Yeah, bro. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm gonna get it down. I'm gonna get it down. But, bro, like these asking prices are wild. This man, I, I don't even think he averages 25 points a game, and I don't think his defensive presence is. Yeah, the Spurs as, are acting like they have a diamond. Yeah, and and he's a, probably for another organization. He's a granite. Yes, but. The Spurs know what they're doing. Like they're just trying to make the best out of whatever situation they possibly can at this point. But um, now, I, yeah, yeah, the trade market is definitely in shambles at the moment. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I think the Pirtle thing throws a wrench in our mm-hmm. our system trying to get rid of Plumley. Yeah, because I would definitely another, like him on the team. To be yeah, honest, that's just another you, but... guy. We another team we got to compete with. Mm-hmm. We're trying to sell something. 
Uh, Kyle Kuzma out there with the Wizards. What do you think he fetches and where do you think he may go? I think the Lakers may be. Yeah, kinda the Lakers are definitely there. eyeing a reunion. I think Kyle is kind of eyeing a reunion as well. Um, at this point in Kyle's career, I, I think he, he's proven he can hoop. He's proven he can be a star. So I, I feel like he would be okay with going back to the Lakers if he's, you know, kind of expecting that starting role. Um, they need shooting, and that's what he can provide. Exactly. I, I'm a Kyle Kuzma hater, but this season with the Wizards, he's he's hooping. He's I I expected good. him to hoop. Everybody wants to leave LA, they go hoop. Would you or would you be opposed to having him on the Hornets? Don't want him. Yeah, I think he's too similar to a lot of guys on the team. Mm. Uh, like I said, we just need to get assets and maybe. Yeah, I don't think better. he. I don't think he pushes the envelope with this team because by the time we get him. And get that contract extension for Lamella, which is we probably have to size up. He's probably due for a contract extension as well, along with picks that we'd be wanting to get. So that would be an interesting situation for us. Yeah, Chicago, another team that's selling. I don't know what they're going to sell. They have a lot of options. Mm -hmm. They could get rid of Vooch. They could get rid of DeMar DeRozan if they wanted to do something big. Yeah. Um, Alex Caruso is a guy they have. Caruso, Kobe White, um, who I feel like they waited way too long uh, for his trade stock to, I, I won't say it plummet, plummeted, but he was hooping the previous two years. This year, uh, not as much, not as much because he's just not getting as much minutes. But um, it, it's just weird to see like who's being made available. And of, of course, like who I would like to see on the Hornets just because like, we have so much work to do. But uh, just a report of saying Charlotte's prepared to take calls on veterans like Terry, Gordon, and Kelly. Those are as, the three uh, mentioned. I hate that Plumlee wasn't mentioned first. Yeah. I think he has the most value, and mm -hmm. it should be the easiest to get rid of. Yeah, and uh, it's also stating that the Hornets are prioritizing like a lot of reposition in the wake of Lamelo's third angle injury this season. So it's it's getting up there too. I've noticed uh, John Wall's on the Clippers, right? Yeah. I've noticed there's trade rumors for the Clippers have always wanted Terry. I think the contracts may be able to match up or we wouldn't be mm -hmm. able, we wouldn't have to do too much to make mm -hmm. that work. I think if the Clippers, like I said last week, I don't think they're going to be that special when somebody's going to leave. One of their two guys. Yeah. One of the leave. two guys are going to leave. And once one leaves, Paul the other George is on as well. Yeah. Uh, I think a first rounder swap, uh, John Wall or Terry Rozier. I'd, John Wall could do exactly what he was doing his first couple of years in Houston, mm -hmm. except way better. Yeah, but would you want that? As, yeah, you know, for sure. Okay. For sure. I mean, uh, it's just we're already bad. And I'm not a John Wall fan. I think Kimba Walker is a better player than John Wall mm -hmm. when they were both in their prime. Yeah, It was agreed. annoying when John Wall was always getting all-star games and Kimba Walker uh, wasn't. Mm -hmm. But that's besides the point. I think that would be a great a great fit here mm. if we got John Wall. I don't know. I, I might have to disagree with you. Like the injuries are, I, I don't, I hate saying, oh, that person's not the same player as they used to be. Of course, time, age is, you know, just two, two variables that go into it. But um, I always talk about availability is the best ability. And this man hasn't really been made available. And also just watching the interview and Seeing how he was treated through some of these situations, I wonder if we're getting some of that same attitude to the team. So we don't need injuries as well as locker room altercations and stuff like that piling on. Seems like he was pretty positive in Houston. Yeah, yeah, and that's no blame to Houston or to John, but yeah, on Houston. 
Oh, and also Rui Hachimura for the Wizards. I was, uh, yeah, I think he would be a solid piece. I, I think he would be a solid piece here. Um, they have that one other guy that kind of is similar and um, Asian guy, I think he is. I couldn't tell. I probably watched the Wizards twice this year. Yeah, the two times we played them. Mm-hmm. Um, give me just a second. Another team trying to trade is... I heard uh, the Suns are looking to... Um, of course, Jay Crowder, who hasn't played a single game this year. I don't know what's going on him with him. It's mm. strange. And I, bro, why not just trade him for even a second round pick? If the man is not going to play, if he's not going to add value to your team, trade him for whatever pick you can get. Like, obviously, and, and it definitely would have worked out earlier in the season compared to where they're standing right now because it, it's not helping them at all. Or um, Kispert, who I think, who I was thinking of. I think he's similar. Yeah. Rehatch Chamora. Mm-hmm. Also, they got Kristaps Porzingis. They seem to really like him. He, Porzingis seems to be enjoying his time over there, too. So, um, Were there any other teams that you felt like were kind of maybe eyeing some of our players? Um, I don't know about eyeing. I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm thinking these people are just going to throw a monkey, uh, a, a wrench mm-hmm. into our machine that we're trying to sell. And then they're trying to sell stuff. And yeah. That's going to hurt our asking price. And of course, the Lakers have been on our case for Terry for the, what, the past three years? I think the Kyle Kuzma thing is in the Lakers or something to look at. That can mess with us. Yeah. I, I really think we would need to get a lot of value out of this trade market. And like I said last week, if Mitch Kupchak can't get that done, that's uh, not a good sign. Mm. Mm-hmm. It just means he's he's being a bit lazy. I, I won't say lazy, but yeah, he's not doing his due diligence. He needs to, mm-hmm. They said that in that report that the Hornets were taking calls. He needs to be making calls, yeah. trying, trying to sell, not waiting for somebody to come mm-hmm. in. He needs to go door-to-door, not be a <laughs> brick-and-mortar store. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. I mean, just being aggressive. Like, that's what makes it exciting for us as fans, as people who report on this stuff as well. Like, just being aggressive, seeing what we can do to really enhance this team. That's a little bit of what's kind of being sold throughout the league. Um, who's that guy from Duke in the New York Knicks trying to get? Oh, um, I don't know who you're talking. Cam Reddish, absolute unit, broken hoop. Um, you know when you have a rookie of the year who speaks extremely highly of you, as well as the rest of the team and the rest of the league. Like you're a hooper. Like you can you can put the ball in the basket. Uh, the Lakers are definitely looking at him as well. So I doubt we'll even touch Cam Reddish. I don't think they're gonna get too much from him. He's always a DMP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. Too worried about and him. that's He'll just off of yeah, like a second round. Pick. And his DMP just it's just the Knicks, man. There's no way Cam Reddish should not be playing NBA basketball. I'd do a trade for um, James Booknight for him. No, I can't get any worse than that. Exactly. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna trade a player who you're not gonna play and have him on the roster, take one who's actually really not gonna play. Yeah, he's used to getting more DMPs. He's been in the year uh, in the league maybe like two years more, mm-hmm. so he's used to more uh, sitting on the bench. So. Cam Reddish, well, I, I remember uh, first his rookie year, in, uh, rookie year Atlanta. he was hooping in Atlanta. Second year uh, he was battling some injuries in Atlanta. But when it comes to injuries with Atlanta, I've noticed like they're more careful, more genuine with their uh, with their injuries. So he was definitely missing some time when he went to New York. Everybody thought he was going to ball out, which is he did. He was having. Uh, some 30-point games sprinkled in. And then just this year, I, I don't know if it was like altercations and somebody not seeing eye-to-eye. 
But uh, the man is just not hooping in New York. So free my man and free Derrick Rose. Also, with something else we want to talk about this week. Uh, it's obvious that this team is kind of done hunting for that play-in position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say tank. They're obviously going to not win a lot of games. They're 13-34. Mm-hmm. What are your expectations for the, the remainder of the season? What boxes they need to check in? <laughs> um, I, I just want to see our players healthy at this point. You know, we're not necessarily winning games at this point. So just, just seeing our players be healthy and build chemistry and just getting better. Like if so individually, I'll, I'll go like one by one real quick. Uh, Lamelo defense got to cut the fouls out. Hayward, I I want to see him healthy. I I hate watching him play, and he's wincing the whole time or like just struggling to get those shots off. Um, Plumlee, I love that he's being a monster on the boards, but love to see some improvement on free throw shooting as a team in whole. I would love to see the pace be pushed a little more and cutting down on the threes because some of those rush shots is really what uh shooting us in the foot this season. Like there's no way we should be taking fifteen more three-pointers than the Warriors on some games, you know, like we're not that team. So yeah, just taking a look at, at the standings. We're, we're definitely not competing. Like I said, mm-hmm. uh, what I think needs to get done. Anybody that's young, McDaniels, Lamello, that are probably going to be here a long term. Mark Williams. Yeah. I just want to see him improve, mm-hmm. get minutes, get experience, build some chemistry, make a young, yeah, learn from whatever veterans are still here. <laughs> uh, just treat, Clifford, well, he just got that milestone win. He's the uh, uh, leading. The, he has the most all-time wins as yeah, a Hornets that's, coach. Yeah, that's what I'm looking yeah. for. I'm surprised it's not Silas, but it's him. Yeah, I'm shocked as well. Yeah, uh, great for him. I, I was happy to see that video of them celebrating the locker room. That's good. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's awesome. I just wanted him to go out with some grace and dig- dignity, keep the games competitive, <laughs> not not get blown out. Yeah, and uh, also we've been doing a good job of that like not being blown to smithereens every game so. i think when Lamelo comes back he's gonna be scoring 30 a game all the time as always yeah uh at least five rebounds five assists i think he's mm-hmm. gonna have a great rest of the year yeah quick question before you know we exit off but uh to to Lamelo, what kind of player would you like to see complement his game in the draft or in the draft free agency we definitely need somebody that can knock down shots consistently mm-hmm. it definitely ain't pj uh, that, that we just need a bucket getter. I think a lot. We're not going to find that in the trade deadline. Mm. Um, at least like at a high level. I think that the buying teams are going to be doing that. And just take a look at the standings in the East. I think nine and up, with the exception of the Hawks, are going to try to go for that play-in spot or playoff spot. Yeah, I saw that the Pistons. I forgot to mention they wanted a first rounder for Bogdanovich, who they just signed last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so smart. It's smart because you know his smart value is high. Yeah, yeah. So I oh well buy and, and sell. Yeah, buy and sell with them. But I, I think uh they're they're definitely doing well. Utah, everybody's so high on Utah, and then now they're sitting at ninth in the West. The Jazz, I saw that maybe getting rid of Mike Conley. I don't know why they're ninth. I think they should really hone in hunker on down to, and yeah. try to get those uh some some playoff wins. Maybe I think that'd be great for that franchise. Yeah, I think they have a star in Louis Marketing. Yeah, and l- like you said, for that franchise, you know, like not a lot of those players have um, playoff experience, but they they can all hoop. Um, some of them, you know, some of them do play overseas out, out of the time since they're out of the league, but um, so that that helps. But 
when it comes to like actually having like a pro or your vet in the locker room, it, it goes a long way. I'm shocked to see the Suns at 10. I know Booker's injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely something to keep our eye on. Someone who may want to buy from us. Yeah, and uh, I know they're looking to make some moves. DeAndre Ayton, uh, as of the 22nd, so today or mm-hmm. Sunday, um, he is el- eligible to be traded after he signed that contract. So that's going to be interesting to see how that uh, situation plays out. I don't think Ayton gets moved. Until N- me either. If it, if me either. Uh, the Pacers, everybody's still talking about the Miles Turner, Buddy Hill. I, think I don't gonna, think that. I, think I don't think they're gonna think be they buyers. Move. I think they're yeah happy with their team. They're gonna keep moving. I think uh, Turner is gonna stay there. He seems like he's having fun playing playing with his team with uh, Alberton. Yeah, and I feel like by the time he does leave, it's you know kind of gonna be like I don't want to say too late, but it is he's not gonna be as desirable as he once was. Well, let's go ahead and get uh, pickums done. A lot of winnable games. Mm. Um, we'll start with the Jazz tomorrow. I think that's a win. Uh, I'm gonna give on. that one to the my, Jazz. Let me hold my horses. Mm. I'm gonna go Jazz. I'm gonna give that one to the Jazz as well. Uh, I think Louis Marketing is gonna have a a game tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I don't think plays well against guys like him. And then Tuesday against the Suns. Oh, that's tough. That's the toughest one this week. That's tough because uh, I'm not even looking at it at a record standpoint, but just seeing who is available for that game. Um, I think we pull it out. I I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, that'll be our only win this late week. I'm gonna give uh, mm-hmm. give it to, uh, to us uh, on that Suns game uh, in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And on Thursday they play in Charlotte against the Bulls. I'm gonna go Bulls. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bulls. I'm gonna try to catch that game. Sunday against the Heat in Charlotte. I'm gonna go Heat. Uh that's. Uh, that's a winnable game for us. We, they got some yeah, injuries, I think all these but, games yeah. are winnable. But um, Bam is playing on another level right now. If nobody's really paying attention or watching him much. But uh, I think I'm going to get that one to the Heat. Yeah, I agree. So we pretty much agree on everything this week. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks for listening to 7 Favorite Game, Charlotte Hornets Fancast. You can find us here every week on ESPNCLT.com. So long.